Hello, my name is Feather, and you are listening to Splintercast Reads Edge Dancer. When we last left off, Lift ate Darkness's pancakes, and all was well with the world. Actually, very little was well with the world, because, like, we got the Everstorm going on, and Darkness is hunting some other poor surge binder, but Lift is here to help, and she's awesome, so it's gonna go great. Chapter 9, let's do this. Just try not to die too violently is how Wendell has started this chapter out. Okay. <laughs> that voice was definitely darkness, she said. What? Oh, she's creeping closer to the sounds of people talking. Okay, she's hearing him. I was like, no, it's Wendell talking. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Wendell, stop bringing up stabbing. Like, <laughs> Wendell is like... Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. So hard toward this girl. Like, I think he really wants to be a shard blade, actually. He's really excited about this and just Lyft is not figuring it out fast enough. <laughs> this is an issue. Enough stabbing, you know, with a shard blade that I definitely can't turn into, Lyft. How adorable. Huh. If you would earn the trust of your sprint and take the step from initiate to shard bearer, you must dedicate yourselves. Hmm. Can he give Sprin out? Is that a thing? Because obviously he apparently doesn't seem to mind his order having radiance. Like, there's apparently an Ahelbon going on because he's talking about Sprin, right? But he's also killing anyone else who has an Ahelbon. What? Also, he brought Zeth back to life, so... Speaking of, isn't Zeth part of his order at this point? Yeah, this is afterwards of Radiance, so... Well, I didn't consider that. I wonder if Zeth is going to show up. We'll see. Okay, cool. They're going to talk about why it's okay for them to have powers, but not anybody else. Ishar made the truth clear to me. Which Radiant is Ishar? I feel like... Let me, let me just... Or not, not Radiant, that would, that would be Herald, I assume. I'm gonna pull open my Way of Kings real quick and check the Ars Arcanum. Dang it, Ars Arcanum. That's what I decided to call it. Uh, Ishi... Ooh, is the tenth uh, number. Which would make Ishi the Herald of the Bondsmiths, wouldn't it? Daladar's order? What? That's a little confusing. Hmm. Okay. Although, Darkness is talking like Ishar gave him a mission. Which wouldn't... That almost sounds like she's his superior. Um, sorry, I guess I kind of assumed Ishar is a, is a woman. I don't know why. It might not be. Um, but if they're both heralds, wouldn't they be equals? I don't know. You're wrong, a voice whispered from the darkness. You may be a god, but you're still wrong. What? What? Oh my, oh my goodness. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. I like how I, yeah, okay. So right after I remember that Zeth is apparently a skybreaker now, he shows, I was like, I wonder if he's going to show up like, three sentences later he's here congrats feather you figured it out right before it happened okay 
Huh. He leaves an after image behind him? What is up with Zeth? <laughs> Starving assassin in white. Yes, it is. You are wrong, Nin Sun God. <laughs> That's a fun title. Nin Sun God. Okay. Oh, okay. Ishar's a guy. Okay. I contacted Ishar and he assured me it is so. Um, okay. I feel like Ishar maybe doesn't know what he's talking about, though. <laughs> it means nothing. An oddity. The Everstorm. An oddity. <laughs> Quoth darkness. <laughs> you are in denial. Yeah. <laughs> and Seth's like, you're wrong. So wrong. Yeah. Yeah, he is. The only path to honor is to stick to your chosen code. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's Nightblood. Oh, it's Nightblood. Oh, frick. I didn't get that. Oh, the silver sheath. That's ridiculous, too, because I was just reading Warbreaker to my housemates. And I didn't recognize Nightblood. I'm the most, I'm the worst Cosmere fan. Until, until Lyft called it the strange silver, silver sheathed shard blade. What is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was a sword. I just thought it was a silver sword that he was holding. No, it's freaking Nightblood. Gosh, dang it. I'm the worst at Cosmere. <laughs> Feather Rider's canceled. Let's just, wow. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, because he has giant blood, because I was, yeah, I'm good at remembering things, everybody. Cool. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> okay. Ooh, she is mine. Uh, Nolly wants uh, soul rights to lift, looks like. I've often found them making contact with one another these last five years. If I leave them alone, they must be drawn to one another, to each other, sorry. Even my mind, especially my mind, cannot be trusted. This is interesting. This is an interesting turn of character for him. Someone who perhaps does not trust himself at all and therefore will trust in something external like laws over all else. Hmm. Is <laughs> an observation. Ha ha ha. Lift saying the naughty word and then she's like well they've all gone and i was just observing that's the name of nalan the herald maybe i should stop calling him nale and just go with nalan because that would be easier to say and maybe it's not supposed to be i just can't like maybe it really is supposed to be nail like that would make sense like dale and pale and like it should rhyme because it's n-a-l-e but like nail just Sounds like a weird name. Nale sounds more name-ish. Whatever. I'm just gonna call him Nalan from now on and stop being difficult. Look, there's too many names for one person. Like, we're getting into Vasher levels over here. Which, hey, Nightblood's here, so... Mm -hmm. mm. Alright, that's the end of that chapter. Chapter 10. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> more Klimab Red Rolls. Delightful. Those were only slightly better than gruel, which was only slightly better than cold socks. Yelp. Oh, now I feel kind of bad for Gox, who's the emperor, and she's saying, like, it's really hard for him because they've got the, all of those laws that the emperor belongs to the people, and he's, yeah, 
He like he can be watched at all times. <laughs> you giving me lip for bringer? I think so. Honestly, I don't know what the term means, but judging by your tone, I'd say I'm probably giving you lip, and you probably deserve it. Getting wise, Wendell. Good job. I like it. What do you want? Yeah, that's the question. Uh, lift, lift. What do you want? Oh yes, let's talk about the Night Watcher. Talk about the Night Watcher. Here we go. She gave him her role. This child. She's too good. She just gave her role away. The person who like really, really needs food to survive, even more so than everyone else, is giving her food away. She's too good. She's too pure. Hmm. Alright, the guy in the black shikwa's back. Wait, it can't be- it can't really be Hoyd, because Hoyd is with Yasna right now, isn't he? Okay, yeah, I'm definitely crossing this man off the Hoyd list, like, unless there's shenanigans going on. He also just doesn't quite talk like Hoyd. He's weird and kind of out there, but it's different than Hoyd's weird. Okay, but let's- let's talk to him some more. The black shikwa with the gray mustache. Huh. What are you then? An ear, perhaps? He asks her. She says, dunno, maybe. He says, no, not yet, but close. Again, with listening. What is listening? And that, I mean, no, what, uh, maybe like the, the listeners? Like the Parshendi listeners? But we're way far away from the Parshendi, and I doubt, like, even the Alethi who'd been fighting them for years and had relations with them didn't call them the listeners. I don't... Hmm. Uh, who is this creepy person? Surely he's not Hoyd. Surely he is not Hoyd. I don't know. Then again, I was like completely sure about who the Sovereign was in Mistborn, which I'm not going to say because I'm going to avoid spoilers. But let it be known that I was totally wrong. Ha. <sighs> um, yeah. Then I do try to avoid spoilers for other books because I know that not everyone reads all of the series at the same time, you know. So don't don't worry. I do. Um, sometimes I sometimes there's spoilers because there's just some Cosmere crossovers. But I do try to warn at least um, and avoid them when I don't need to talk to them. I don't know. Maybe he is Hoyd. He's kind of talking about stuff. Hmm. All right. And that's the end of that chapter. So, chapter 11. I'm very confused about this man in the black shikwa. He's kind- he's acting hoidish, but not quite totally hoidish. Herm. Okay. <laughs> Wendell's talking about the words again. You are just real impatient to be a shard blade, son. You are- <laughs> He's trying so hard. He wants to be a <laughs> Words, ideas, mean to yourself. They're to look to the next step in their training. That's when, you know, they get a shard blade. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe I ever thought that he was, you know, trying to keep the secret. He's the worst secret keeper ever. Windle, oh my gosh. Hmm, there's a name. So she's talking to a lady asking for where people write stuff down. The Grand Indicium. Maybe Indicium? Well, it kind of looks like Indict, but 
I'm gonna diss you. Why do I never know how to pronounce anything? We just don't know. And that's the end of that chapter. So I guess we're off to the grand indicium. So Lyft is now talking. They're looking, standing on the field up top. Lyft's talking about someone named Old White Hair. And Wendell says it's someone who got himself intentionally swallowed by Meribethian Great Shell. Is that Hoid? I don't even know. I feel like this is a Where's Hoid book. <laughs> Maybe I can get you one soul. He's, he's, he's like, I can't read that much. She's like, I'll give you a soul for it. <laughs> Call me tentacles. <laughs> She's stealing some clothes. Interesting. Okay. All right. That's the end of that chapter. Chapter 13. Here we go. We're going into chapter 13. We just finished 12. If following along at home, um, I don't think anyone is, but who knows? If you need to like look up, hey, what the heck was Feather talking about? Because she wasn't clear enough about what was happening in the story when she made a comment. Uh, we're in chapter 13 for your reading pleasure. Okay, let's go. I like that she likes clothes. It's sweet. So people in Azir have special patterns. <laughs> She's from the Thalus, friend of the Emperor. Well, she is. <laughs> wow. Uh, the lady said, I believe you're wasting my time. <laughs> said, That's pretty insulting, considering how little you people seem to do around here. Wow. Dang. Concentration spread. Anyway. Oh, this is- maybe this is the place with all the- she says there's a bunch of span reads. I wonder if this is- did they say there were information houses in Tashik? Is that where the information houses were? It's been too long. Someone mentioned information houses somewhere, and I feel like it might have been Tashik. I'm so shocked that they let her in, though. Like, even if she had good clothes. Where did she get these good clothes, too? She has no money. Did she spend that? Did she steal them? Probably. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, Lyft. She's trying to bribe her way in, and now they're gonna... They're gonna call darkness. Oops. We've sent to the captain. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, I feel really bad for Lyft trying to write when she doesn't know how to write. Um, like, uh, spoiler alert, I know how to write. <laughs> um, but while I was in China, I was trying to send a package, actually to a fellow Cosmere fan who lives in um, Shanghai, um, Botanica, who is wonderful and great, and you've probably seen her fan art on. So yeah, I was in China, and I was like, well, while I'm in China, I should send Botanica a present. And... My host family, they, they were Americans who lived in China, uh, kind of like pointed me the right way to um, the post office. And I was like, well, I have her, I had her address printed out. Um, I had the, the thing I was gonna send and they're like, yeah, they can get you a box, all that. And I was like, cool, do I need to speak Chinese in order to get this done? Or is this something that I'm gonna be able to do the dumb American thing and like point and charades and all that good junk. Cause my Chinese, I'm really terrible. 
<laughs> and so um, I'm just going to tell this story now because now I'm all invested. So I get to the post office and uh, the poor ladies behind the counter look terrified at seeing me walk in, who's obviously not Chinese because um, I'm, I'm not Chinese. And they don't speak any English and I don't speak any Chinese. And I'm like, oh, this was such a mistake. I should have brought a translator. And thankfully, this man comes up behind me and he's like, do you need help? Um, and he started translating for me. But I remember the moment of... Uh, so they, they got me like an envelope and stuff and he negotiated to get me what I needed. And then they hand me a pen and he's like, okay, now you need to write the address on the box. And I was like... Do I do like I had the the written in like English and pinyin with our letters address and then like the address in Chinese characters and I was like, can I can I write it in pinyin? And he was like, no, it needs to be in Chinese. And like my poor panicked face, like I don't speak Chinese and I definitely don't write characters. <laughs> so I like picked up the pin and hesitantly started trying to trace the characters off my paper onto the box and the guy watched me draw like one and a half and he's like do you want me to write it for you and I was like please thank you so poor Lyft who probably doesn't even really know how to write a pen like hold a pen very well trying to write letters she's not familiar with like I empathize hardcore because it was the most embarrassing like terrifying moment there in that post office watching these three fluent Chinese readers and speakers see the dumb American <laughs> attempt to copy characters off off of a sheet of paper. So thankfully, he did end up writing for me. And Botanica did get the gift. So it all worked out. Love was spread through the Chinese post office system through the Cosmere fandom because we... Botanica's great. Y'all should look up Botanica's fan art. She draws excellent Cosmere fan art. She's great. And helps with, like, Chinese translation of Cosmere books. She's super cool. I had to send her something while I was over there. Anyway, I want to get back to the story. Just, like, hardcore empathize with Lyft. I have been there. I'm really shocked she managed to write an entire message out. Hardcore props to this girl. <laughs> oh, the scribe just saw the message back. Go get another spin read to the Asish Palace. Get two. We need confirmation. To whom it may concern, it is decreed, Windle is reading off the paper, that uh, I, Prime Aka 6, Yangon, Yanagon, sorry, Yanagon, the first Emperor of Al Makivak, proclaim that the young woman known as Lift is to be shown every courtesy and measure of respect. You will obey her as you would myself, and bill to the imperial account any charges that might be incurred by her foray into your city. What follows is a description of the woman, and two questions only she can answer as proof of the authentication. Know this, if she is harmed or impeded in any way, you will know imperial wrath. God bless. Gox came through. Excellent. Excellent. All right, and that's the end of that chapter. So chapter 14, let's go. Oh, did she get all of the pancakes? Did she get them to bring her all of the different pancakes? I sure hope so. She deserves some pancakes. Your pancakefulness. <laughs> Wait. 
she told him to call her that. <laughs> Bless this child. She's the best. <laughs> Say it. Your pancakefulness. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? The desolations. No. How do the Alethi know so much about it? Uh, well, they were kind of in the epicenter. It wasn't them who summoned it. It was the Parshendi they were fighting. The listeners. The Voidbringers. <laughs> Write it, or I'll make you call me more silly names. Bless. Nice. Oh, she started glowing. Nice. Dear Pancake Storms, that sounds stupid. Oh, beautiful. Oh, they miss her. They want her to come back to the palace. Beautiful. <laughs> Running a money laundering scheme. Nice. Hmm. I can't find anything. Oh, no. Hmm. Okay, so they listen to the emperor, but they don't have to obey. Again, there's that far focus on listening. Interesting. Okay, so it's good. Um, they are making sure that Parshmen are not near people because they're probably good. Although I think keeping keeping them inside would actually probably help because they have to be out in the storm to transform, don't they? Oh no, Dadanar, you may have just made all of the void bringers. Oops. Well, like at least they aren't maybe gonna totally transform around every buddy. Oh, that could that 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 may actually have been a mistake on their part. And she's escaping, not wanting to go to the storm bunker. Oh. <laughs> Wendell's like totally on board with the plan. I suppose we can't sit around preparing gardens while the world ends, can we? He said. And if I'd been placed with that nice Iriali, we wouldn't be here. No, he wouldn't, because he's he's dead. Nalan killed Yim, much to my dismay. Nice job breaking it, <laughs> Harold. It made shoes for orphans. The catalytic cracker. Okay, that's a portal reference. I'm gonna stop now. Ah, she's gonna go after the uh, underling, who is probably in the same place, searching for records. A wise thought, Lyft. Alright, so she's grinning and running back. And I think that's probably where I'm gonna cut this one off. Um, next chapter is going, we will come back on chapter 15. So, that seems like a good, good chunk. Probably one more episode in us here. Um... So let's, I will, I'm going to go ahead and sign off because I want to see what happens and keep going on the other side. But for now, this is the end of the line for us. Um, this is, yeah, Feather. I'll talk to you guys soon.